In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You're already so much more engaged than other congregations. Embrace fully into your human identity, your baptism. Do not separate in life your fleshly and spiritual understanding of yourself. For the two are uniquely joined in each of us. A mystical tension reminding us that we're born both of earth and from above. Last Sunday's gospel reminded us of a similar revelation in Jesus' life. The struggles we share with hunger, hope, and ambition, revealed in his encounter with that which seeks to sabotage our life, God's creation, and God's kingdom. And even though we hold these natures of the flesh and spirit in a less successful way than our Lord, in this season of Lent, if we're not careful, we will only magnify the battle within us of guilt and sorrow, rather than be more likely to succeed in our discipleship if, with a foot in each camp, we allow the hope of the spirit to influence, influence the life of the flesh. And the life of the flesh, to be present to God in truth. For God is not ignorant to who or what any of us really is. Remember, God hates nothing that God has made. I suspect we more often than not see our life in the flesh and our life in the spirit in conflict with one another rather than divinely appointed to be interwoven and presented in our life in Christ. After all, his birth gives him insight into our struggles and joys and his life, death and resurrection gives us insight into God's divine will for us. This does not mean that we hope the Spirit won't notice and we embrace our humanity to the detriment of the two great commandments, to love the Lord God with all your heart and soul and mind and to love your neighbor as yourself. But it is a reminder that though we are of this world, some of you more than others, though we are born of the flesh, some of us more fleshly than others. It is through our baptized life in Christ, incumbent upon you and me, to remember that part of our earthly experience is a spiritual membership and blessing of God's kingdom, which we carry into the world and in the church, even if either make us feel we have been badly made. For we are born also from above. We are through the waters of the font, reminded that we are loved, and through the gift of the Holy Spirit, given an association with heaven and the kingdom of God. And being members in corporate into the body of Christ, we affirm and aspire to being part of a realm of perfect justice, truth, and love with our human flaws, in fellowship with Christ, 
helping us to make this whole thing divinely workable. And in the season of Lent, when we're preparing candidates for baptism and confirmation, when our ember days ask us to remember each of our vocations, including those who are preparing to give their lives in the service of the gospel, in this season where we are seeking to return to the Lord, through the physical birth, the gospel reminds us that it doesn't matter where the joiners to the church come from, or indeed where any of us come from, but that we welcome everyone. For by being born of the Spirit, we have a common heritage, purpose, and a place to which we belong. So in the gospel and that conversation between Jesus and Nicodemus, Jesus again preaches of inclusion and shared purpose for us all. Inclusion that as a people in Nicodemus's day and in ours from different traditions, races and backgrounds, want to be part of the movement of Christ through the baptism, through the waters of baptism and the Holy Spirit, we belong. Even if you don't rate others' earthly heritage, you must accept their heavenly credentials. Remember, I come from an ancient people who think a diet of leeks and seaweed is normal, where the ladies wear funny hats, and to declare your love for another, you just have to go and give them a spoon. None of those diamonds in Wales. For even in the church, there are so many things we can use as ammunition to reject each other if we are so minded. But Jesus says, be born again into a new and lively heritage which you share in common with your sister and brother, a heritage which is the kingdom of God, a kingdom centered on perfect justice, truth, and love, a kingdom which understands your humanity and mine as part of its outworking. So when you're not quite sure where you belong or what your heritage is as we enter new understandings in a post-Brexit British society and church, remember the one constant is our membership of the kingdom. And it is a kingdom we must proclaim. For the last three or four years, I've tried with marginal success, much frustration and some failure, to see all I do in my life and work and ministry through the Anglican Communion Five Marks of Mission. I commend them to you. These are the marks of the mission of the Church of Christ. One, to proclaim the good news of the kingdom. Two, to teach, baptize, and nurture new believers. Three, to respond to human need by loving service. Four, to transform unjust structures of society, to challenge violence of every kind, and pursue peace and reconciliation. Five, 
to strive to safeguard the integrity of creation, to sustain and renew the life of the earth, and to pray that John Lewis doesn't go under. See, now you're engaged, aren't you? These more than echo our Lord's hope for us, to not only know earthly things, but to be part of the heavenly things. So perhaps in these remaining weeks of Lent, when I'm sure from this pulpit you will hear lots of clergy telling you what you should and shouldn't be doing, perhaps just stop purging yourselves of your God-given humanness and accept your baptism as a reminder of you being loved and beloved, of your belonging to the nation state of Christ, a state whose markers are love and compassion, forgiveness and healing. And through those markers proclaim him. In these ways, proclaim Christ. Nurture new believers and one another. Respond to the human need around you, starting with the human need of the person sitting next to you. Do not allow the coronavirus to be an excuse to put even more distance between us. Jesus walked towards the sick. He didn't get some hand gel and cross the road. Did he, Father? <laughs> Do not sit idly. Challenge injustice in society and the church. Challenge violence, both physical and emotional, at every level. But pursue peace and reconciliation. And in our riches, and we are rich, Strive to safeguard the integrity of creation. Do your bit for the gospel. For we can all say, I am Nicodemus, I get it wrong, I'm limited in my understanding, I'm limited in my practice and in my discipleship of Christ. I can say that of myself. I'm sure many of you would say it of yourselves. But St. John in the gospel reminds us Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Not through me, not through you, but through him. We're lucky. We have one another. And together through our baptism, we are given Christ. This is our choice. Let it be your choice this Lent also to embrace your baptism, to embrace Christ's teaching and embrace the work of the kingdom, which is our promised and realized home, present, here and now, and of course, to come. To the Christ who saves us and makes sense of our discipleship, be all honor and glory now and forever. Amen.